The Forum at 8 with Sakina Kamwendo on AM Live, turning the spotlight on the big issues and the people behind them. It's eight minutes after eight. Thank you so much for tuning into the forum at eight this morning. Well, a bit of a somber one. You know, when, when, when we think of October, I think many of us have become accustomed to the fact that it is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Uh, you know, we know of all the pink drives that are uh, uh, being held in various places and spaces. The walks and the runs and, you know, all the special occasions uh, in order to raise awareness about breast cancer. And um, this month, this year, of course, no different. Uh, But yesterday, there was a message that came through, really, really touching message from one of our regular listeners. He is one of our regulars. And I just want to read it uh, again for those of you who may not have heard it earlier. uh, And and, and this is uh, what it said. I'd like to request a forum on male breast cancer. I was surgically operated on um, and I'm told I'm fine, but actually I'm not. Three months on, my fear of the unknown is growing each day. And I know of other men who would rather choose to die in silence. Can you please help enlighten us as a nation and break the silence? And um, I'm not going to put the name out there because I, I do not have his permission, but uh, got in touch with me again this morning and said, um, you know, unfortunately, I've also now, I, I lost my aunt today, um, you know, whilst I was writing to you. So, just know that you know you are in our hearts and minds and 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 we are thinking of you at this very very difficult time and um joining us for the discussion as we talk about breaking the silence about uh breast cancer in males is uh professor michael herbst who is the head of health at cancer the cancer association of south africa thanks so much for coming through this morning professor thank you so much for inviting me it's a real privilege for me to come and talk and then and, and we have cancer survivor uh, in our Pulukwane studios this morning, uh, Bobby Wirth. Thank you so much for coming through and uh, sharing your experience with us. Thank you very much for inviting me. And I must say, I, I was also quite touched by some of the messages coming through this morning from our listeners. You know, there was one um, king earlier who didn't even know. And, and, and King said he'll definitely, you know, be listening because he wasn't even aware that as a man, he could have breast cancer, uh, potentially get breast cancer. Uh, there's another message here from Prof. Lazarus Sima who says, great initiative to bring men along as breast cancer knows no gender. Uh, wish we could have more men listening. And I'm hoping that they are. Someone else was asking earlier, you know, what are the signs? What are the symptoms? And we'll get to that. Uh, Tebe says, as a young man, I didn't know that men can get cancer of the breast. Uh, and the show is sure worth listening to, as always, Donkey SK and SAFM. Oh, wonderful. And, and Tutugon Dima says, 10 years ago, I heard for the first time about breast cancer in men. And ever since, I have embarked on a routine that includes uh, checking myself, both the scrotum and breasts, after each bath. So... We are going to break the silence this morning. Wonderful. If you are perhaps a survivor yourself, do call us. Talk to us. If you have questions, because we understand, uh, you know, for the most part, men don't like talking about health issues. So, so here's an opportunity, if you have any questions, to call in 
and get some clarity on that. 0891-104-208 is the call-in number. You can SMS us on 34701. Tweet or Facebook us at AM Live on SAFM or at Sakina Kamwena. And please use the hashtag AM Live. I think, as I said, um, uh, Professor, men are notoriously poor at talking about health problems and sometimes even ignore health problems whereas with women they tend to be more open about these things absolutely you're so right you know men are so bad at health seeking behavior if they do notice something uh, they may occasionally chat to a very best friend but they won't go out and really go and ask for help from a health professional but but why is that and and how do we break that cycle I think, you know, that's my own uh, view on it, that men believe they are the hunters. They are the strong ones. They are the ones that are supposed to lead the family. And they cannot admit to failure, to, to illness, to weakness. And, and these are some of the words used by some men to hide the fact that they don't want to admit that something can go wrong in their bodies. Well, um I just want to find out from you, Bobby, you know, you are someone who has walked this very difficult path. How and where did it start? I mean, and, and, and if you could perhaps also just weigh in on whether you were also one of those guys, one of those men who would rather not seek help when it comes to your health. Thank you. Yeah, you know what? Um, my own experience uh, is that men normally know better than a doctor. I mean... You tell someone you must go and see the doctor and they say, no, it's all right. I know what's going on. For myself, this was very true. Uh, I felt a lump next to my nipple one evening while bathing. And uh, I still joked. I called my wife and I said, look, uh, I've got a little cancer here. Um, But it was just a joke and it was not painful. And I think because cancer is not painful when it starts, most cancers, we do tend to ignore it. Um, and I carried on like that for, I think, another 18 months. Um, and then the, 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 the nipple, the breast tissue, if I can call it that, was beginning to bleed, was beginning to become really irritated. And so I was just putting Reparel gel on because that seemed to work. Um, and my wife went for her annual checkup. And I popped in just to tell her that uh, I had parked outside and I was ready when she was. And uh, she said, listen, while you're here, let the doctor have a look at that. And uh, I said, no, you know, it's fine. And the doctor said, well, let's keep your wife quiet. Just show me. So I opened up and, uh, yeah, she took one look and she said, that's breast cancer. And I was so livid with her because, firstly, she didn't touch me. She didn't squeeze it she didn't feel it um she just said that's breast cancer and uh, yeah i just felt that that was so not on and and i was really annoyed with it but i have subsequently spoken with many people and i know it for a fact that the men just don't go and see a doctor i think it's a case of putting it off it's a case of it's not painful it's not in my way but it's definitely a, a situation that us men face Bobby, would you mind sharing your age with us? I think that's important for us as part of our conversation. Okay. I was 55 when it was diagnosed. Um, I'm 60 now. 
Thank you very much for sharing such very personal information with us. Indeed, but uh, uh, Armin, uh, uh, is there um, a greater predisposition in some men as opposed to others? And what sort of factors would impact on that? Well, you know, with breast cancer in general, we for years have, have, have known breast cancer to be uh, a health problem of uh, women mostly, but when they were older. But for years now, we have seen that the age is slowly coming down, and we're now having quite a lot of women under the age of 40 being diagnosed with, with breast cancer. And the same thing with men. Always it used to be much older men and the incidence was very, very low and it was lower than 1% of all breast cancers were amongst men. But today we are seeing that the age group is coming down and we now already see from the latest statistics that we have that every three days two men in South Africa are diagnosed with breast cancer. Now that is alarming news. Two men every three days being diagnosed with breast cancer. That's and yet men as a group, we do not acknowledge the fact that these things can go wrong in our lives and that we have a responsibility towards ourselves and to all our loved ones to look after our health and to seek uh, help mm. from health professionals. But, but you see, also, if you don't know, you know, that is part of the problem, and, and which is when, you know, programs like these come into their own as a critical part of the education process. Absolutely. Because I'm still receiving messages from people. Zaki says, wow, I didn't know about breast cancer for men. Uh, I've learned something new today. You know, and then um, this one here from Bahumi says, I was shocked when my uncle was diagnosed with breast cancer. So clearly, this is not something that is... Out of the blue. It is something real. It is real, but people still are not aware. But but then, um, you say, you know, two men diagnosed every three, three days. days. And you said the age group has come down. So what sort of age groups are we looking at now? Well, we, we, we're looking at age groups starting at age about 40. There are a few cases even below age of 40, but they're in the minority. But from age 40 and up, it really becomes a major health problem. And what makes it so major is the fact that there's very little tissue in the male breast as compared to the tissue in, in the female breast. So once the, 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 the cancer starts in the male breast, it invades the tissue much more quickly than it does as in the case of, of, of females. And we also have become aware that the cancer amongst males tends to be much more aggressive. And many more men die of breast cancer than women because of the lack of tissue and it spreads so quickly because it fills the breast, goes into the lymphatic system, into the blood system and spreads to other parts of the body. So what are the signs and symptoms that people need to look out for? I, I think Bobby gave us one of the major clues. Mm. But let's start right at the beginning. We have to know our bodies. If I don't know my body, I will not know if, or notice if something is different today than it was last week or last month or two months ago. So we've got to know our bodies. And really when I say we've got to know our bodies, you've got to know your body from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. And even stand in front of a mirror naked and look at your body.
Turn your back to the mirror and use a little hand mirror and watch your back to see the skin, the whole body. But now talking breast cancer, it is so important that men, like women, should do a monthly breast self-examination. And I always say to people, if your birthday is, say, on the 10th of the month, you decide, fine, every 10th of the month I will do a breast self-examination. And you do it thoroughly. And what people very often forget, men and women, is that the breast stretches from the clavicle at the top mm-hmm. right down to the ribcage at the bottom. So you should be feeling all the way all down. All the way from the middle of the chest where the, the breastbone is mm-hmm. right to the middle of the axilla. It's quite a large area. It is a it's large area. It's not just rubbing the hand around the areola, which is the colored part of, of the breast. It is really covering that whole area because the cancer can be so small somewhere in that whole area. But if you cover the whole area, palpating it and feeling it, you will most probably notice some of the, the, the glands under the arm in the armpit swollen. And, and, and that is a sign that there's something different today than it was before. And seek help for it. Well, if you have any questions, feel free to call in 891 uh, You can SMS us on 34701, uh, Twitter, Facebook, AM Live on SAFM. We're talking breast cancer in males uh, this morning. And uh, I- I'm... I'm shocked at the fact that many men still don't even know about the existence of breast cancer in males. But uh, let me go back to uh, Bobby, you know, in terms of the treatment, and I'll get Prof to weigh in on that as well. But um, what then subsequently happened in your case? Uh, 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 what sort of uh, breast cancer were you diagnosed with and what was the treatment for it? Okay. Um, when someone goes to a doctor and you are told you have cancer, I promise you, you don't hear much after that. So to tell you what kind of cancer I had, other than breast cancer, I'd be making a fool of myself. Um, But uh, I was given a letter, a referral to the surgeon, uh, who took one look at it and said, I'll see you in theatre tomorrow. And being a typical man, I said, no, we'll do it next month. Um, So we, we haggled over that, which... Uh, I went back a month later, um, and I had the mastectomy. Uh, and after that, I was given a month to recover. Uh, and then we started with chemo. I had six months of chemo, and then six weeks of radiation. Um, but I personally am petrified of needles. So I had a port put in so that we could put the chemo through the port. And believe me, that really helped me a hang of a lot. Um, but coming back to um, my, my experience, when I had my operation, I felt absolutely no pain whatsoever. Uh, I actually touched the wound to feel if it had been done uh, because there was absolutely no pain. Mm. Bobby, thank you so much for your honesty and really sharing these very intimate facts with us. As men, really, we have to take note and use you as an excellent example of the typical male. But you set the example that you did go for your uh, treatment. You listened eventually to, to what you were told. And thank you for making the statement that if you hear the words, you have cancer, your ears just 
closed down and you don't hear a word afterwards. That is why I always advise people, take somebody with you, your spouse, a life partner, a son or a daughter or a best friend, mm. so that they can help you listen to what you are being told. Because we don't recall afterwards, because hearing the words you have cancer is to people a death sentence, which it shouldn't be. But we have this fear of cancer, and early diagnosis and early treatment saves so many lives. Absolutely. Let me read some of the messages here. Zolani Simia says, you see, society prescribes to men um, how they should show their manhood and how to be manly. And then goes on to say, um, which stats of breast cancer um, is Prof referring to? Uh, Because is that in South Africa? Not standardized, please, the source. And I guess many people, you know, are really shocked by these sort of statistics. Well, let me tell you, we don't know the true statistics. In South Africa, unfortunately, the the National Cancer Registry is way behind in providing us with the most recent statistics. Only about two, three months ago, the 2011 stats were released. I mean, and that's quite a that's few 2011. years back. Five and years ago. The f- figures I'm quoting you now are the f- latest statistics available, and it's for 2011. So the picture could have changed dramatically, and the incidence is most probably much higher than what I've said, and that more than two men every three days is diagnosed in South Africa. We're not talking about figures in any other part of the world. These are the specific stats for South Africa. Mm. So, so, so generally when we talk about cancer, you know, you're always told that early detection is, you know, is key, the key to survival. Key. Uh, but you also mentioned that it is breast cancer in men is more aggressive because of the lack of tissue. Of tissue. So without scaring people, you know, again, and, and, and I think we can't overemphasize this uh, because of this mes- message from Uchi Christians. Again, what exactly should men be feeling for when they are inspecting that area? Thank you. That's an, an, an absolute crucial question. Feeling and examining the breast shouldn't be done in a fashion of applying pressure and lifting the hand and putting the hand down again. It, the hand must be in contact with that whole area that I described earlier, from the clavicle to the edge of the rib cage, from the breastbone to the middle of the axilla. Mm. And it should be a continuous circular movement all over that area and feeling for any lumps, standing in front of the mirror, looking, are my breasts the same size and if I don't know my body how will I know today that any of my breasts has changed in shape or in size Mm. so the important message comes through again know your body I even go to the extent to say to people you've got to know your body that well when you go to the toilet and have a wee don't flush before you looked to see what is in, in, in the bowl at the bottom? Has my wee changed color? If you have passed a, a, a stool, don't flush it before you had a look. Because that is knowing your body. Every part of your body should be known. And men should look not only for the size. They should look, are the two nipples in exactly in the same line? Now, if again... You could be born with one nipple lower than the other Mm. because that happens. Mm -hmm. But if you don't know your body, you won't notice that there's a difference all of a sudden. 
So if you know that ever since you were a, a young boy, the one nipple was higher than the other or lower than the other, uh, then you will recognize when that increases or decreases and it should be concerned. Is there any change in color of any of the breasts? Is there any change in the skin? Does it, the skin change and, and looks like a, a, an orange peel? That is important. Look at the nipple. Is there any discharge from the nipple? And does the nipple turn in on itself? Those are all crucial and very important. And then as uh, Bobby told us, he noticed a discharge from the nipple. That is so crucial. Mm. And if the discharge is, is bloody in any way, please go and see the doctor yesterday. Let's take a question from ZD and KZN before the news. ZD, good morning to you. Uh, Sakina, you and your guest, the professor, is so right in everything that he said since I'm listening to the conversation between you and the prof. I just want to explain, you know, I was diagnosed long, long time, but it's not about me. I just want to say that you say, act quickly, but when we go to the local hospitals, they don't have any breast cancer checking in the hospital or the clinics. We don't even have a satellite mm. breast cancer and uh, for breast uh, checking. And they say, no, you test your blood. We go and test our blood, and they say there's nothing wrong with your blood so you don't need to go for breast cancer so i'm a bit confused because i know you have to check your breast cancer you have to do pap smear uh, once a while and uh, uh, once in a year or so but they are not allowing us this opportunity uh, in hospitals because they always think the doctor says we are too busy we got too many patients we can't uh, make the phone call for you we can't make an arrangement for you to go to for five years i'm trying to go for a breast cancer check wow. uh, from my hospital is uh, not uh, declining for me to go and I was uh, diagnosed um, with uh, Hodgkin's lymphoma in, when I was 38 years old I'm now 61 right? and uh, it's a blood uh, stage 2 blood um, uh, sort of uh, uh, cancer Thank and, you for with, uh, and there's also 10 different types of cancer. There's also fatty lumps can be cancers, uh, according to the Cancer Association, and not me, because I got a book from the Cancer Association to understand my body, how I could understand my body. And uh, they said there's 10 different types of cancer. The only one thing that I'm confused is when I test my breast, it's, I find it difficult because uh, two times I test my breast, I don't know whether I'm testing the, the, the milk glands or, it's, uh, or whether it's a gland. I, you know, I, I'm confused with that. The Forum at 8 with Sakina Kamwendo on AM Live, turning the spotlight on the big issues and the people behind them. Thank you so much, Rowena. And of course, uh, back to the business at hand. We're talking about breast cancer in males this morning. And uh, just a few quick messages on the lighter side. Uh, General um, Elias says, uh, cute, Professor is taking over the show. Take a day off, Sakina. And uh, King Damane says, Sakina, watch out. Uh, Prof is eyeing the forum slot. You know, I've got my eye on him. So, so, so I'll make sure, you know, that I keep him in tow here. But fantastic discussion we're having this morning. And uh, not forgetting, out in our Pulukwane studios, we have uh, Bobby Wurr, who is a cancer survivor. And um, if you have any questions, by all means, 0891 some very nice comments coming through on uh, the social media platforms and we'll get to them in just a moment but also I must say big ups to the women who are listening in this morning and Tabi Seng Abram says uh, my boyfriend already inspecting his breasts uh, thank you Sakina for that um, and, and that's where we want to go and Tabi Seng another one here uh, from uh, Homo who says um, 
I'll support my man should he decide to go and get checked because his health is my health and I still want to grow old with this man. Absolutely. And I think that is what it's all about. So 0891 uh, the lines are open. But let's just respond to ZD's question before the break. She raises some very critical issues about access to treatment, you know, and, and unfortunately, the public health care system is not responding as we would like it to at this point. And, you know, to, to, to know that at least 80% of the South African population are dependent on the public health service. There's a 16 to 17% of the population that have health insurance, and they have access to all these wonderful and beautiful latest technology. And my heart goes out to people who go to their primary health care clinic and they are practically just sent back packing home again. Imagine then a woman going to a clinic and being turned back. Can you now imagine a male person having to go to that same clinic and to say there's something wrong with my breast? First of all, for him to go to a clinic where there will most probably be a, a female nurse mm. who we've heard is not always even sensitive towards her own gender, having to talk about something as personal and as close to the body as there's something wrong with my breast. I mean, uh, uh, the the breast in a male is not as as uh, a sexual object like it is in in the female because mm. that that shows a femininity, but still it is very personal to men. It 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 touches on 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 something very deep inside, and think of that man in a rural area, not getting any attention, and then we will hear later that he just dropped down dead without being diagnosed. Mm. And this is the tragedy, and my heart goes out. Let us really pray and hope that when the national health insurance becomes effective, that it will be effective and that it will really reach the people who so desperately need access to health care in, in this lovely country that we live in. Okay, here there are some questions coming through. Um, Edward Temba says... Uh, SK, I never told this to anyone, but my breasts, my nipples are sometimes itchy. Should I be worried about that? Well, you should really pay attention to it. And if it is just uh, itchy for a day or two and it disappears and it becomes itchy again, yes, that is something different today than it was a few weeks or a few months ago. Please do pay attention to it. And the moment it becomes itchy, at that stage really get professional help so that he's examined at that stage to see if there is something because itchiness of the nipple is not normal Mm. and no scaremongering to say oh you could possibly have breast cancer no it could be something else but anything different today than it was last week or last month must be seen to we've got to know the reason why and we've got to remove the cause Mm. And uh, if it's recurrent, um, you know... Well, that, that is so much more of an important sign. That it, it says, please, have it checked out. And later on it comes back and again it says, please, have it checked out and listen to your body. And then uh, Mukone says, how about men who are still below 40? Should they worry or should they hold off until they get into their 40s to be concerned about this? No. Every young man right from 
teenage years, we should know our bodies. And uh, another topic of importance to, to, to men as far as cancer is concerned is testicular cancer. And you made mention of it earlier uh, when somebody said, you know, I check my breasts every month as well as my scrotum. Mm. Because testicular cancer is mostly amongst men 15 to 39. So it shows that as from our teenage years, we've got to already know our bodies. And at that same time, start uh, examining your breasts as well. Even if you never find anything, it makes you aware of parts of your body that you may neglect later in life. And awareness of one's body makes one aware of any early changes in anywhere in our body. And that is the important issue. Know your body so that if there's something different, you can have it seen to and early diagnosis, early treatment, and we save lives in that fashion. And don't ever think that you are too young. Um, Never. You know, I remember years back, I think uh, my son was about 12 years old, uh, going to uh, the pediatric ward at one of the hospitals. And as moms, you sit and you talk as your kids go into theater. And I asked the lady next to me, you know, um, what her child was in for. And her daughter was 15 years old and she had breast cancer. Yes. 15 years old. We see that. And that shocked me to the core. Absolutely. So you never, ever never too, too young. young. So uh, just pay attention to what is going on. Okay, 0891-104-208. And uh, Dr. Lomo is joining us now from uh, Durban. Is that Dr. Sbongisenin Lomo, MEC for Health, KZN? Is that you? Yes, Fatina. Thank you very much. It's me. Uh, I've been holding on for some time. Now I have to get back to cabinet. But thank you very much. And I want to commend your guests for really being so eloquent, informative, and helpful. Because that is a great awareness campaign for us in breast cancer, especially for males. Thank you, but, Dr. Uh, where I would, yeah, Where I want to come in is, in fact, with regards to what um, ZD has been saying. I, I don't think all the information she's raising is correct. I would really want you to give her my number so that you can go to visit those centers where she thinks uh, we have not been doing screening very well. We actually go out, not only in hospitals, go out and put up hands to the Department of Health on a campaign in Guazunatal we called uh, Pilama because we now know that because of other pressures and other non-concurable disease, HIV included, we are getting younger females now getting cancer mm. and therefore we are going out there to screen vastly. So there's no hospital that can ever deny someone who has brought themselves to say, please can you screen me? Because I think what the professor there is saying is very largely related to, do I check my breast in the morning, whether male or female? Do I check my scrotum? Do I make it easy for to actually have... It's just there. So I think we could do more by ourselves screening and checking our bodies and confirm. I was really trying to speak to ZD because uh, there are other things that she said in, in Rowena's show two days ago, which were also not correct about Mahatma Gandhi Hospital. We'll get you in touch, but let me just read of, of uh, two tweets. Uh, I think that as the MEC, you could possibly uh, respond to. Uh, Noel Crowey yeah. says, you know, my local surgery and clinic has no literature or awareness posters on this particular topic, men, breast cancer in men. Why is this the case? And of course, you can speak for KZN. And then uh, also this one from Bongam Leche, who says, uh, this discussion is empowering and hopefully the Department of Health will have an 
a, a, a more integrated approach to promote cancer awareness so that it doesn't just speak to women but men as well. In defense, you know, I would like to say there are over 200 different cancers and I think it, it's, it's, it's really asking much of the Department of Health to have awareness in clinics on 200 different cancers. I think cancer awareness as as a particular topic is important that we have that awareness. And then maybe during special campaigns like in October, uh, not only to concentrate on, on women's uh, breast cancer, mm. but also then to I include. think that's, that's exactly what the listeners are getting at. Uh, Dr. Zoma? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. In fact, you'll find that in general speaking, Females and, and children are actually the people who access services much easier and actually we screen. That is why we have taken a campaign here to have tech services in the taxi rank. Because I'm saying, look, I sympathize with the males and therefore maybe they are out there working and that's why they don't come to our clinics. Let's take the service to the taxi rank. You won't believe, Sakina, a lot of males are now accessing our services there. Not only do we screen for cancer, for HIV, we now give them treatment for hypertension, diabetes. So really make it more user-friendly for them. Get it closer to them. And you are right, just generally males never, never come to, to look for, to actually screen and get help mm. clearly. But when you take the services to them and motivate them, I go around taxi ranks here and extremely important component of, of males are now coming into our facilities. You use a taxi rank and create a clinic there and they come. Yeah, absolutely wonderful. Thank you so much, uh, Dr. Lomo, for calling in. That's the MEC uh, for Health in KwaZulu-Natal. And um, just going back to uh, some of the questions that uh, are coming through on Twitter, this one is from uh, at uh, Meshu, who says, is it true that men with female relatives with breast cancer are more prone to prostate cancer? Thank you for that. That is such a wonderful observation and such an important and essential question. Yes, especially if... Well, let's, let's look at some of the other important criteria. If a man has any male relative a brother a father an uncle on the on the father's side especially that has had breast cancer yes it increases the the probability of uh, that person developing or getting breast cancer as a male but even and it's especially with the uh, the female side even mm. if there is a BRCA gene and we we People know about BRCA1 and BRCA2, and it's BRCA, and it stands for breast cancer. It's the breast cancer 1 gene and the breast cancer 2 gene. If you have any female relative from the mother's side, it not only increases the risk of prostate cancer in males, but even increases the risk of breast cancer in males. So it's important to know your family history. And it's important to share this with your healthcare provider because it, it may assist him or her to come to a quicker diagnosis. Mm. So, 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 again, just to bottom line that, because often when we think of cancer and, you know, uh, the hereditary nature of it, you think, you know, if someone had a specific type of cancer, then uh, you should be on the lookout for that, say lung cancer or whatever. But it's cancer in general 
Yes. And, uh, you know, it's not all cancers that have a genetic link. Ah. But we know that prostate cancer, we know that breast cancer do have a genetic link. And everybody will recall the incidents of a Jolene Jolie, Angeline Jolie, mm. who really made us all aware of the hereditary nature of especially the BRCA1 and BRCA2 gene. Mm. And she had bilateral mastectomy. And then she also informed the public, which is very true and accurate, that it also even increases the risk of possibly getting ovarian cancer and she then went for an oophorectomy which was the removal of her ovaries so yes there is a genetic link but not with all cancers blanket cover. Mm. And, and and speaking of uh, mastectomies I mean you know uh, with females okay we we understand because as you say there's more tissue you understand exactly what's going to happen then what it's going to look like but but with males and 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 maybe um bobby can speak to us about uh bobby uh, how, how exactly was yours dealt with the entire breast tissue was cut out um so if you look look at me uh i have a, a chest muscle if i can call it that on the one side and a cavity on the other um so yeah, it's the entire, call it muscle, Professor, if I'm right, if I say that. You're correct, Bobby. 